Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Ed Cheney, a CBD industry expert and business executive. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods of treatment that are alternatives but also complement conventional medicines. Now, here is your host, Ed Cheney. Welcome, listeners, to the CBD Ed Show. I'm your host, Ed Cheney. And today's topic getting more CBD from your local CBD store. You'd have to ask yourself, well, what does that mean? That's what today's show is going to be about. And I promise you, I will be able to share how to get more from your CBD purchase uh, if you take heed to some of the tips we give you today. I first want to express something, uh, my admiration for a guest we had had on an earlier episode. Uh, her name was Becky Olson. Uh, she was. She had her own podcast, her own radio show weekly, uh, and her mission was to help others fight the battle of cancer. Uh, when she, we had her on the show, October twenty third of two thousand and twenty, uh, she was she was fighting her fifth round of cancer, and this woman was super courageous, and her purpose. And her purpose over the 10 years that we knew of was to help others get through the battle. Very inspirational lady, very strong. Uh, she recently passed, and so we'd just like to recognize um, Becky Olson for her work and just share a little appreciation. Uh, if you want to listen to her episode, as she was a guest on of ours, it was our October 23rd. 19 or 2020 the episode was surviving chemo with cbd anyway god bless you and uh becky wells elson and and yeah your battle's over i also want to thank our listeners we have some happier news as we are now listed as the number one cbd podcast in the country according to feedspot yay thank you everybody anyway now Today, because I brought up the topic, welcome, uh, getting more CBD from your local CBD store, it came from an observation and awareness, uh, especially through all of our manufacturers, uh, as we do, we, we discuss these things often. Well, the online channels, the big box retailers, they've all been challenged to meet the increasing demands of a more educated consumer. And then you add in things like deception and fraud tactics that are online and just literally lack of product knowledge. Uh, it's driving consumers back to the CBD shops. Now, I thought I would be able to share with you where those challenges are, what the current consumer's needs are so that you could connect with that and then hopefully direct you so that you can make good buying decisions uh, when it comes to your CBD products. Uh, we were going to have a guest on today's show, uh, and because of uncontrolled circumstances, uh, that guest may not show up, uh, but we're going to continue, and if he shows up, we'll embrace his contribution to this show, and if not, we will go on without him. So, let's start with 
what our consumer needs. Now, that's something that here at the show we are very aware of because that is where we design the show around. Our contribution to the CBD market and to our listeners was to be able to provide an unbiased and genuine direction through this very noisy industry. And when I call this industry noisy, it's A, a, a it's because it's, it's not regulated. So that means anybody with an opinion can be heard uh, and may be considered an authority. And who are those that you're listening to? Oftentimes in, a, in an industry that's new like this, you're listening to the loudest, not always the most relevant. And, and if you think through that, you know, that probably should ring true. Uh, so the loudest person tends to get listened to more. So our job has always been to try to cut through that clutter for you uh, and do it in an unbiased and genuine way. Uh, and today we're going to continue that trend. So what are those consumer needs? Well, the consumer first came into this space because the market told them that CBD could relieve their pain, could relieve their anxiety, could help them with their sleep. And then it just kept adding and adding and adding. So while it did catch the consumer's attention, the consumer started to purchase, had no idea what they were doing, but they made purchases anyway. And now those purchases started out in local stores, local brick and mortar stores. So they were able to interact with somebody behind the counter. And most, and I'll say this in most cases, that person behind the counter was capable of having an intelligent conversation with the consumer. So that triggered then um, a, a bit of confidence from the consumer as it related to purchasing CBD products. Now, the market then has grown. Those people who were making good purchases were sharing their experiences with their friends, families, peers, so forth. And now the, the, the group of the consumers has grown and it has now moved into other channels like online, Amazon, and lots of retailers that have only e-commerce and not a brick and mortar store. Uh, also, these products start showing up in grocery store chains, uh, fitness centers, just lots of places they would show up. Now, when they showed up to these big box retailers, uh, and, and believe it or not, even in the online, there's nobody to talk to. At the big box retailers, nobody was really educated on what CBD is, how to use it. So the consumer had to make those decisions themselves, standing in the aisle, looking at two or three products and trying to make a decision without any guidance from, from anybody. And then you add a little bit more to that, and that's FDA saying you're not allowed to say a whole lot either. So the poor consumer sitting here in the big box retail location, like a grocery store, sitting in the aisle, looking up at four or five brands and really not being able to base a buying decision on anything other than price and look of the package. All right, I'm pretty sure I share it that way because I'm looking to see if I can connect with you consumers out there that may have found yourself in that position. You also maybe are going to a smaller brick and mortar store 
that their main competency may be other things other than CBD, and they may not be very well trained. Let's take it, for instance, you know, maybe uh, an indoor tanning center that has a line of, of CBD products, and you walk up to them and you say, you know, how should I take this? What should I do? And the attendant behind the counter might be, I don't, might, might respond with, I don't know. I'm, I've not been trained on this. And once again, consumer left going, hmm, I got to make a decision based on what I can read off the package. So the consumer's first need is guidance on how to make a buying decision, not just on product, but even within brands, there are multiple lines inside of a brand. Which one of those is best suited for their needs? So that's the probably the biggest need of the consumer is to be able to get guidance on which product and how to use it. Which product being, I think, the biggest. Once they get home, you know, CBD is considered uh, very safe by the World Health Organization. So testing is fine. Uh, but I think the first, the biggest need is what to buy. It would be great for the consumer if you had education so that once you got this product home, you could better use it. And if you better use it, if you use it, if you're educated in how to use it, it will treat your condition better. And it could also be an economic advantage where you're using just enough to treat your condition, making your product last longer. How's that? Now, by the way, the second part of this is where we try to be really helpful to our listeners on this show is that second piece. Uh, trying to give you as much education so that when you do get this product home, you know how to use it. And we do that. Well, to go back through our earlier episodes and you will find lots of clinical studies that will help you once you have made a decision to bring this product home, how to use it, and some cl clinical evidence that'll support that for you so you know, you're not just taking an opinion. Let's keep on going. All right. How... Let, let's move into another channel that is plagued with challenges, and that is our online channels. And our online channels, we can divide those into categories, uh, those being uh, large resellers like Amazon and Walmart, which I will enjoy to have that conversation but let's go to other channels online first. And that is the brands that are represented by their own website with an e-commerce function. Now, that is probably the better online solution for CBD buying at the moment. Again, this is before regulation has stepped in. Right now, we're still self-regulating and a brand that has a website and an online e-commerce solution has a better position or should have a better position to help a consumer through a buying decision. Now, let's talk about what they need to do first, and then we'll kind of look around and see if they're actually performing that. And then you can, we'll also give you an example of how you can test that out for yourself. What things do they need to be able to provide? They need to be able to provide to you what is in the product foremost. So you go and hopefully they have a picture of the back of the label 
or they have an ingredients list. And so you can quickly decide whether you are interested in a CBD product that has all the cannabinoids in it or selected cannabinoids because a lot of our consumers are still cautious on the purchase of a CBD product with THC in it. Now, even though CBD products that are conform, conform to the 2018 Farm Bill not allowed to be grown and passed up the supply chain unless it meets the condition of less than 0.3% THC. Now, consumers, we've talked about this before. If that, in fact, is a compliant product, then 0.3% THC is considered non-detectable uh, by a lot of authorities. Anyway... But a consumer needs to know what ingredient is in this product so they can make that decision. They also would like to know the target, the target uh, condition that this product was designed for. What do I mean by that? Target condition. Some products have added components to it to help with, let's say, sleep. Or maybe it's a topical product to help with inflammation. That means that it would be applied directly to the location where the inflammation would be. So these things would be helpful for the consumer. And in most cases, brand websites do a good job with this. Let's go to another place where a branded website needs to do a good job with. They need to be able to participate in how we would call this as self-policing. An industry that's not regulated yet, the manufacturers and the brand owners need to participate in self-policing. And we find that by going to third-party test results for each one of the products that they are offering on this website. Not a line of products, not, a, not the entire batch, but each product that's offered should have a third-party Certificate of Analysis. That third-party certificate of analysis will tell you things, most importantly, we believe, is the potency. What is in that product, by the way, of cannabinoids? So if it said it had 10 milligrams of CBD per dose, well, then that test result should validate that. That's a third-party lab test result, and that lab is federally managed. So they do have requirements to meet in order to hold their certification. So you could trust that, that test result. If that test result said it, it met that 10 milligrams per dose, then I, then I would expect you would get two things from it. One is you would see that the brand was complying to this self-policing, self-regulating uh, requirement that this industry should be operating under. And two, you now know that it has the amount of CBD that it says it did on the front of the label. And that is, I think, super, super important in your buying decision. Now keep in mind, so remember this piece. Third-party lab tests are super important for this. By the way, extra things that third-party lab tests will do. Uh, they will let you know if there is evidence of any, any uh, solvents, uh, any pesticides, any mold. 
Uh, these are all things that these lab tests are designed to look for. Uh, they call this a COA, Certificate of Analysis. All right. That is probably the benefit of going to a brand. Now, let's move over to an online distributor channel like Amazon. Amazon is a little plagued because they're stuck. They're stuck in this odd position. FDA is not regulating this product yet. Federal government has already deemed it to be legal in the United States, but DEA, DEA has not signed off on it yet. It's just this little in-between spot while they're waiting for Congress to pass this bill, which then moves hemp over to a dietary supplement. And because they're in this spot, there's a few people out there, or, or a few channels as big as like Amazon, who are a little nervous about carrying a cannabis product. They can't see the separation between marijuana and hemp. So they just disallow it. They, and they have a big company. They need to protect themselves, totally get it. But wow, here's what they have allowed to happen. They've allowed v vendors to put products on Amazon and not call it CBD. They call it hemp. And so they don't require, nor do they even demonstrate any third-party tests. All right, so the consensus of all manufacturers that I've spoke to and all executives in the market is you are taking a big risk buying anything from Amazon because Amazon clearly states you are not allowed to sell CBD on their distribution channel. Okay, so you can see that's a bit of a, that's a bit of a plague, but why do people shop Amazon? Shop Amazon because you can get the product cheaper. So it's not unrealistic that you would go to Amazon, and it certainly is very appealing that, you know, a bottle that might normally cost $60, you can pick up for, you know, $35 or, or even less. And trust me, there are $15 bottles on there. And we can't validate for you whether it has any CBD in it or not because you're not allowed to put tests on there because Amazon says you're not allowed to sell CBD. Anyway, uh, and it's even... I enjoy these kind of conversations. And I'll get right back to our subject at hand. We even got notice, uh, I don't know, six months ago or so, our uh, sales department brought to us that Amazon is now requiring that a certificate of analysis be presented with your brand to ensure it has no CBD in it. All right, guys. All right. That's, that's my fun for the day. Okay. And then you have fraud. You have deceptive practices. Uh, and yes, we've had an entire show on just that. We will likely have more because we're trying to arm our consumers, our listeners, with the knowledge that they need to be able to overcome some of those deceptive practices. And where are they mostly at? Online. So the wise needs to you know, be careful with those. What are you going to look for? Deceptive practices. Consumers, if you're out looking for CBD... Uh, let your instincts guide you a little bit. If it does not look genuine, like, you know, $14 for a $30 bottle and everywhere else you looked, it was 60 Come on, let your, let your intuition take over. You're likely going to get $15 of something that has no value. 
Uh, now, I, at my age, I can look at that and go, okay, so not only did I waste $15, I wasted 45 minutes it took me to order it, and then I had to wait for it for three days. No, no. None of that adds up for me anymore. It used to when I was young, but not, not, not now. Anyway, all right, deceptive. So use your instincts. If it looks like it's <laughs> that truly that good of a deal, it may not be a good deal after all. Two, do they have a third party? A validated third party test. If you are suspicious that that test is not real, they have a phone number on them, call them. They have a number, call it. And even if you just want to take the name, you're still suspicious. Take the name, Google the name, and call the number that comes up on the website. Even better, validate that. And then finally, we've seen a lot of deceptive practices where here's your first product for free, but we need your credit card in order to send this free product to you. And then, wham, a month later, you're on a reoccurring membership that is literally impossible to get off of. I'm not saying everybody's doing this. I'm saying we have absolutely fought those battles for customers. So they are out there. So consumer be aware. Anyway, so here we are. We're rolling into uh, the online channels. And what I've shared with you so far is that a brand stands the best chance of meeting your needs. Next would be nobody. I mean, if you found a brand on Amazon uh, and you brought it home and it actually worked, uh, then that's great. But I'll tell you another secret. Now Amazon is rotating. Uh, it, you can be on Amazon for three months and then they will terminate you. And then what the, what the vendor does is they just changes out the name or the brand and throws it back on again. So again, I caution you, if you are going to shop on Amazon uh, because you like the pricing, uh, it's it's just plagued with challenges. Uh, okay, so let's let's keep going. Let's move over to now. There really, there really are there supplement stores now. That I'll talk about that as our last channel. The last channel will be a supplement store, and I think supplement stores who are carrying CBD probably are just one step below buying it from an actual CBD store because supplement stores are designed to understand dietary supplements. And they are, they, they just have this knowledge uh, and whether they've, and I don't, I'll even correct myself. I don't know a supplement store that wouldn't embrace a CBD product and then not do the training. Every supplement store that I have talked to has been very disciplined about, we need to be trained before we put your product on our shelves. So kudos to that, to those guys. Uh, I've had some very good interaction with a few of them. Uh, Peak Nutrition was one of them. If you get a chance, uh, those guys are very knowledgeable about anything they put on their shelves. Uh, there's a couple other, and feel free to give me a shout out, and I will share with you the supplement stores that we've had interaction with. Uh, and training is one of our programs that we offer. So, yeah, we try to do a good job. All right, so supplement store is not a bad choice either. Now, what we're going to do is when we come, we're going to talk a little bit now about the big picture of CBD stores, but I really wanted to dive deeper 
And so I'll just kind of give you some surface, and then when we take our break and we come back, we'll dive a little bit deeper because I want to kind of direct you how you can get the most from your CBD store. Now, CBD stores come in a number of a number of versions. Let's 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 think about the start of the CBD brick and mortar store. It really didn't. It kind of started with this. It was the vapor stores that started to take on CBD products as they entered into the market some six years ago. Uh, other vapor stores, consumers had some confidence in them, but not, a, I'd have to say, not a ton. And then they started to grow their lines of CBD, and why they did that, they also grew their knowledge. Uh, because, again, CBD, or vapor stores, were in the same boat. Uh, vaping nicotine was new. It was mildly regulated uh, in the beginning, uh, almost, I'd like to say almost no regulation. And then regulation stepped in, but still the need to be educated if you were a vapor store was pretty high. So when they started to bring in CBD products, well, they also became very informed there. So I think if you go to a well-established vapor store, uh, you likely will get some benefits uh, that I'm sharing with you that also would come from uh, a CBD standalone store. All right, now we go to the CBD standalone store. They are popping up all over the place. Now, they are easy to get into, but that doesn't change the one big fact, and that is if you open a CBD store, the consumer is going to stand in front of that counter and is going to ask questions, and if you don't have the answer, they're not likely to return. And the CBD retail store industry is very aware of this. So when I share with you that you can have higher expectations when you go into a CBD, a CBD store, brick and mortar store, it's because that has been built in by the consumer. You guys did a great job standing in front of them and going, I demand that you be well informed. But that's not it, there's more. Okay, now, to make this show like all the other shows, what we want to do is kind of give you a teaser. Hey, what really is the value of buying CBD from a CBD store? <gasps> and then make you wait through our commercial break. Yeah, that's the way we like to do it. <laughs> anyway, I know. I'll give you some stats. I think right now there are, I don't know this for sure, but I'd have to say that in the Valley there has to be at least 300 known brick-and-mortar CBD stores. So, once I provide you with the how and the what you would get if you went to a standalone CBD store, I want to encourage you now that it should be pretty easy because they are in your neighborhood. You just simply have to find them. Uh, which is certainly just super easy as typing in CBD near me. Uh, Google's done a great job of uh, creating that model for all of us. Uh, I don't really have to go into what CBD is for because that's different shows. You can, you can find those topics uh, just by perusing through our episodes. So let's take a quick break, recognize our sponsors, and when we come back, let me show you how to get a lot of benefit from buying your CBD at a local CBD retail store. Okay, we'll be right back.
the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Live authentically. Heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though, so this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at the com. That's info at the com. Now, back to the CBD Ed Show. Hey, welcome back, listeners, CBD Ed Show. This is your host, Ed Cheney, talking about how you can get more value from your CBD purchase if you just take the time and consider what channel you should purchase it from. Channels being either big box, you know, shopping grocery stores, big box retail centers, online, or other than a, C- or a CBD store, a brick-and-mortar CBD store. So those are the channels in which you can decide over, and I'm doing my best to give you uh, some tools in order to make a good buying decisions. And what is a good buying decision to me? It's taking more home with you. Uh, value is, as I've gotten older, value is, you know, a, a CBD product that's $12 is not a value if it has no CBD in it. I mean, I took it home and now I wasted 12 bucks. Uh, I wasted the time it took me to get there. I wasted the gas. Ah, right? So when I say value, I meant whatever the solution you were looking for, there's actually something there to give that to you. So let's talk about a visit to a CBD store. Here's what it should look like. You walk in the front door. By the way, they are plenty of them in town, your town. All you have to do is Google CBD store near me, and you will find one that's close by. If it is 15 miles away, after today's show, consider whether 15 miles was worth it for you. 
Now, let's keep going. You walk into the front door, and here's what you should have access to. First of all, there's a counter full of products that you can look at, you can touch, you can feel. You can hold in your hand and read the label that is actually on the product that you would purchase. Not wondering, hmm, the label I looked at, was it, was it uh, created? And, you know, digitally created? And is it going to be the same thing I'm going to get in the mail three days from now? All right. So you walk into the store, you get that, you get to hold the product, you get to look at it. And if that's what you want, you actually get to take that product home. That's one thing you get to see. How about the other? You look around the store, you're going to see learning tools. There'll be brochures, there'll be posters. There'll be tools that would come from what, what will normally be a reliable source. Those tools will help you to have a conversation with the person behind the counter. The person behind the counter starts talking, you look over at one of the posters and go, okay, all right, what he's saying seems to line up. All right, so you get training devices. Some of these pieces you can take back home with you for further study. Some of these training pieces that you'll have access to, maybe it'll just give you the opportunity to know where online to do research when you do get home or in a place where you can do that. Okay, so there's knowledge there that is at your fingertip. And I'm not just talking about the person behind the counter. I, I, I separate that person. That person behind the counter has even more value to give you because it's a human. So it can answer your questions. So let's talk about that next. So you walk into the store, you see lots of products there that you can touch, uh, you can validate. You see learning uh, and training tools all around the store that you have access to. Hey, get your phone out, take pictures. Nowadays, consumers have that ability and you are making a purchase here. And that purchase could be 60, could be 100 bucks. Make it a good purchase. Make it a wise uh, purchase. So anyway, use, your, use the tools that you have. You approach the counter and then you get exposed to a live human who you will expect has been well-trained. Who are they getting trained by? They're getting trained by their vendors. So let's talk about that because this is an important part that you should be aware of at a well-operated CBD store, Con uh, vendor vetting, and that's a term. So any product that is brought into that store, any brand that is brought into that store should be vetted by the business owner. Now, that owner has a process, and this is fairly standard. Again, this is a demand the consumers created. So it's not like, uh, you know, stores can do it or not do it. Now, if they don't do it, they normally don't stay in business for very long, and you should be able to use your instincts to tell if that store is following this type of standard. Anyway, they vet their products, and they usually have a system that includes, all right, new vendor, I want to see your test results. I want samples of your product. I want to hear and see all of your training tools. And then I want to allow my team to assess and evaluate your product through actually trying it. 
once they pass through all that, then that's, that's the gatekeeping process. Then they let that process into the store. Well, that for you is a benefit because A, the product's been vetted. You should have test results right there to look at. But two, they, all the knowledge they gain from that process is now there to pass on to you. This is what you should be able to get from the person standing behind the counter at your local CBD shop. I personally look at that as being invaluable. But I know I'm supposed to be unbiased about this show. So forget I said that. Let's cut back to you. All right, so you've got this consumer back there, or this, this person behind the counter who can deliver that type of knowledge to you. But let's say that, well, you're not really sure about CBD yet because it's still fairly new. So then you should also get from the person behind the counter this ability for them to extract what your need is through a series of evaluating questions. That's the other benefit of having this person behind the counter. Hey, what is it that you're trying to solve? What experience have you had in the past with CBD? What, what, what? These are all real benefits to you as a consumer to help to guide you to the best product. And if they're not doing it, go ahead and start them. You can go, hey, what type of product should I be looking for? And then allow them to kind of get into that mindset. Maybe they don't have that type of a sales tactic, but you can call that out in them. They just go, hey, I think you should buy this, buy this, and buy this without asking you any questions. Just, you know, if, if you're inclined to do so, just slow them down and go, well, let me first tell you what I'm trying to buy and why I'm trying to buy it, and then maybe we can have a conversation that might give me some better direction. There you go. I gave you a great tip. This will increase the chances that you walk out of the store with a better product, more designed to fit your needs. All right. Now, so you get this interaction, and hopefully from that, you get directed towards the right product. Now, here's the last piece I think a lot of CBD stores are capable of doing. Their relationship with the vendor is a close one. Uh, usually, they interact with this vendor on a weekly basis and oftentimes get samples. And these samples in the beginning were used for them to vet the product. But now, they can use these samples to share with you, and you may ask for samples. You certainly can't get that online or at a grocery store, but you can get it at a CBD store. I'm not saying everybody will offer it, but it's, it's reasonable to ask for a sample. So, now you have a need. Ask if they have samples, and they say, yeah, we have a few samples, and they throw you some samples. You may or may not purchase that day, and I, they're not going to lock the door behind you. They're going to let you go. But you've got a chance now to try these samples out. And then when you come back to make an official purchase, both of you win. The store won because they got a customer. And you won because you were, able to, uh, you were able to sample it first before buying it. And that's, again, I'm going I'm to suggest to you this is fairly common. Uh, now, 
sometimes people don't want to go through the samples, and that makes sense because they already had confidence in the store or what they were. Maybe you did some homework before you went to the store. But still, the store is a great place. Now, what if you are that person that does homework online? You go, ah, I think I'm fine. I'll just order. Well, you could even hedge your bet even better by doing homework before you went to the local store. Go to the local store, get the interaction there, learn how to use the product, and then, again, upping your odds of getting more CBD from your purchase. Now, yeah, and the last piece that uh, getting from a CBD store is how to use this product. Again, they were taught that directly from the vendor uh, that they purchased the product from. Uh, and they had to get that information. Huh? Wait, wait, so how are you telling me to use this product so I can share that with my customers? And that's an important piece too. Why is that so important? Well, uh, let's take, let's take uh, if you're using a product for anxiety. I'll, I'll give uh, two examples here. One is because those receptors are so concentrated, you really don't need a whole lot of CBD. So if somebody is trying to sell you a bunch of it, well, you know, it's, not, it's economical. So, you know, get somebody that knows what they're doing, like a CBD store, uh, and they might fit you with a smaller potency bottle or product that will last you a little bit longer because they know this. Uh, they also know that uh, getting this product into your respiratory system is quick and very effective, meaning, again, you would use less product. So there's an example. Online. Difficult to get that. Now, I did share that uh, brands, when they have their own website, you can sometimes get that kind of information. So, and then you go, okay, you're at the final, and then you go up to the cash register, and the guy says, wow, you're a new customer. Let me give you a discount. Or you're a senior citizen. You are a veteran. You are a, you get, you get my idea. So you can even increase your value by maybe each store that you go to might have some type of a, customer earning discount program where they're trying to express gratitude for you showing up and they do that by offering you discounts, okay? CBD stores, type in CBD store near me into Google, find one close by, see if you can use all these techniques and tools that I've shared with you today to increase your buying value. And again, I see value as if it comes home with you and solves your the condition you needed, that was the value. If you bring it home and it doesn't work, you wasted a lot. And, and think about the industry, the industry that some of us are so passionate about protecting until it gets through all the regulatory steps it has to get to. We're very passionate about this industry and we want to protect it and we really hate it when consumers buy a product that doesn't work because it doesn't have what it's set in it. And you take it home, you try it, and then you're left with an opinion of, you know, CBD is not good. Anyway, so we appreciate this. And again, the CBD Ed Show is happy to help anytime you have questions about the channel you have chosen to purchase your CBD. Now, I got one more channel for you, or one more tip for you. Now that you have visited the CBD store in person, you've had a chance to interact with the customer, or with the, uh, I'm sorry, with the, with the technician behind the counter, you've made your product choice, you've taken your product home, and it works as suggested, and it's doing terrific. 
I can now tell you that if you don't need an adjustment to that, you can now go to their website and now order it and have it shipped right to you. No longer do you need to visit that store. I'm going to caution you stay with the brand, though, because, again, if you buy brand X at the store and they talk to you about it, you're well-educated, you took it home and it worked, and then you went on to Amazon and brought brand Y all right, it's, it's a risk. Remember, I even share with you, Amazon says no CBD allowed. So keep that in mind if you do decide to go to that convenience component after your first purchase online, stay with the brand might be a great suggestion. Okay. All right, how about for those of you that want to purchase CBD, but you have a question, and I do like these kind of conversations. What is the future of CBD? Ed, what do you know about it? Well, let me tell you. So two futures I can discuss that I'm fairly aware of is the market, the CBD market. What is the near future of the CBD market? Well, acceptance probably is the biggest thing that comes off the top of my head. Consumer acceptance, practitioner acceptance, and even federal acceptance. I love it. I love where that went. I want to congratulate all the consumers of CBD because we kept it with us. It didn't get scheduled and then sent over to Big Pharma and then processed in a prescription and that's what you were stuck paying for. So I'm really glad uh, uh, that it passed through those those loopholes and made it. So congratulations. What else? Well, so we have science is entered the market. So in the beginning, clinical studies were difficult, very difficult to do because cannabis in general was not separated. Hemp and marijuana, those two were grouped together. And so anybody who wanted to study the hemp plant for CBD studying, you know, ran into a big legal, legal red tape battle. And so clinical studies were few and far between, few and far apart. And then came the 2018 Farm Bill that released hemp, and the studies started to grow in number and in quantity and quality, and wow, they did a really good job. So why am I saying this? Because you're seeing better products show up on the market, more condition-specific products, Less of that bogus marketing stuff that really has, you know, it's very flashy, but it doesn't really have a whole lot of value to you once you get the product home. Uh, I'm not saying it's useful, you know, but all right, take it for that. So a lot more, and, and the delivery systems are even getting more sophisticated, more effective. Dosing is becoming more predictable. This is a plant from Mother Nature. So having any level of predictability in the beginning was not expected. Through our growing processes that have been regulated, our extraction processes that are being regulated, and along with our manufacturing, there has been an, a, a, a lot more control in the ability to predict dosing now. Uh, but the future is going to dial that in even better. Uh, I think the future is also going to embrace organic because this is a very organic type product. So homeostate, uh, homeopathic, 
alternative medicine, those are going to be large channels for this product. You should start seeing it show up in your doctor's office, your clinicians, uh, especially if you're in alternative therapies like, you know, chiropractic and, well, just all those alternative therapies. Uh, It can be, you'll find it being adjunctive therapies to some pharmaceuticals. Uh, Cancer is one of the big ones. Uh, Once you have gone into chemotherapy, CBD regimen is a very adjunctive and well accepted as an adjunctive therapy to chemotherapy. So you'll start seeing it there. So the future of the CBD market is one where I've already shared the CBD retail locations are going to grow and be of more value to the consumer. I also believe that the clinicians are going to start to be a a reliable channel for CBD, as well as finally the products themselves will take on a a more a more uh, useful. They'll be more useful to the consumer. Here's why. Okay, FDA currently says you are not allowed to say a whole lot on that package. And you're not allowed to make any claims either. If you're selling CBD, you can't say, hey, listen, this does really good at helping you get to sleep. Because right now it's unregulated. And according to FDA's guidelines, that is an, it's unauthorized. That is not allowed. And many people have been penalized. Many of manufacturers have been penalized for doing this, even though we all know FDA has this rule, government has given them the power to enforce it, and there you go. Now, here you go. You're the consumer trying to make a buying decision, and the CBD manufacturer and retailers, their hands are tied. We're not allowed to tell you what it can or cannot do. Thereby, we're also not allowed to tell you how to use it because we're not practicing uh, physicians or in a place of authority to be able to do that. So you guys are, wow, right? It's just difficult. I know this. So, you want to know the next future I see is once the bill that's currently in Congress and moving quickly, once it releases hemp from the schedule completely and DEA and FDA get on board, do what they do, it no longer is an issue anymore because, by the way, that bill makes anything hemp-derived, that's CBD, makes anything hemp-derived a dietary supplement. And that's what we're not allowed, that's what CBD is not allowed to be called right now, is a dietary supplement, even though all manufacturers know that's what it is. Anyway, once it's allowed to be called a dietary supplement, boom, then they can say, just like Tylenol, ah, this will relieve your headache. Take two every eight hours, and it will relieve your headache. Once we're able to say that, then that will make buying guidance for the consumer so much better. So another big thing that is going to show up. Now let's talk about that a little bit. So this bill, and you can look it up, uh, if you just type in hemp bill in Congress, you will land on that. You'll see that in your Google search, and you can read it, H19, I can't remember right off the top of my head, but Read it, and you will find it's a very simple bill, and it's well-supported, and its main function was to level the market because right now it's a chaotic market. 
Consumers already know this. Manufacturers, growers already know it. Banks know it. Everybody knows this market needs to be Treat it like a regular market, and that's what this bill was designed to do. Its sole purpose is to make hemp and hemp-derived products a commodity, uh, a dietary supplement, a nothing related to marijuana, nothing related to marijuana. And they will do a good job. They already have. The farm bill said it had to be produced, and the crops are tested. Not a single plant is allowed out unless it meets that criteria of 0.03 or less THC. Now, why don't they just strike the THC? No, because THC is cannabinoid and it has value. It has a lot of value. It's probably one of the biggest ones for uh, sleep and pain. So, eh, maybe not so much sleep. Anyway, it's, it's a big one. So, you don't want to just remove it. But you don't want to get high, and that's what the farm bill did. They made sure there was not enough in there to cause any problems at all. But you do have to buy it from a regulated licensed source. Anyway, so let's talk a little bit more about legal. What, what, what is the problem here? So the legal is just this. The hemp plant has been used in our past, our country's past. It just got regulated. It got regulated because, if you want me to know, I think it was a taxing thing. Uh, They were importing it from other countries, and government wanted to tax it. So they lumped it in with marijuana, and that's where it stayed for, I don't know what, 50 years? And they finally just released it in 2018. This crop has not only benefits for us on a holistic medicine level, but it also has benefits uh, to construction, ground treatment, building, uh, apparel, so many manufacturing benefits. Uh, So many items that are manufactured will benefit from hemp being released, but it still has a little ways to go. The, The current is the farm bill released it or separated it from marijuana. Uh, But consumers are still, you know, they're still waiting for it to come all the way full circle. That means DEA and FDA jump on board and do what they normally do. What are they waiting on? They're waiting on Congress to pass that bill. Once the bill is passed, uh, that gives them the freedom then to move in the directions they like to move in. Uh, FDA and DEA tend to be protecting their territories. So they're not really working well together, which is, again, I think why they are waiting for this bill to pass. Notions of travel, but I should tell you the last remaining hurdle is still with the states. Right now, government has given the states to independently determine how they want to approach cannabis. And some states are looking at cannabis to include both hemp and marijuana, and some states are separating those two. Uh, again, I'm going to tell you honestly, I do not know if states will continue to operate in this manner once the bill is passed, but that's yet to be seen. All right, so I hope today was helpful. I hope that if you have a question about purchasing your CBD products from a local retail store, that you are comfortable in reaching out to the CBD Ed Show, and we will help give you some guidance. 
want to thank everybody for listening and even more so for helping us get to number one CBD podcast in the United States. Appreciate that a whole lot. So this is a wrap for today's episode. Thanks for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Stay happy, healthy, and we'll be back next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Ed Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be back with you soon.